Today's feast day of the Immaculate Conception is often misattributed and misunderstood by people. Many believe it to be the conception of Jesus in the womb of his mother Mary. And I guess after hearing the gospel that we just heard of the Annunciation, one might rightly think that. Or maybe because it's just a few weeks from Christmas, one might also associate this feast day with Christmas. But today's celebration of the Immaculate Conception of Mary is actually dealing with Mary's conception in the womb of her mother, Saint Anne, and what God did for her at that very moment of her conception, sparing her from the original sin that we heard about in our first reading today from the book of Genesis. Today, the angel in our gospel goes to Mary, announces this great news, tells her that she's full of grace, that she has found favor with God. And then the angel tells her that nothing will be impossible for God. So these words of the angel spoken to Mary in her teenage years at the moment of the Annunciation, well, we can take them and look at them retroactively to that moment of Mary's conception. Nothing is impossible for God, that God who foresaw the merits of the cross chose to apply them to his mother Mary at the very moment of her conception. One of the individuals, Blessed Duns Scotus, who reasoned to the Immaculate Conception, said that, that it is possible, God could do it, and so he did it. Essentially saying that God could save someone even in the womb, could spare them of original sin. This feast day, also talked about by other saints in their homilies, like St. Alphonsus Liguori, suggests that this is Mary's relationship to the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, and in her relationship as a daughter of the Father and mother of the Redeemer and spouse of the Holy Spirit, that it was fitting in all three relationships that God, who is one yet three, would do this for her, spare her of original sin in the womb of her mother, that she is the chosen daughter of Israel, the daughter of the Father. And so God the Father, seeing Mary and destining her to be the mother of God, knowing that she would be chosen by him, was spared at that very moment of her conception. That just as God prepared the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament and adorned it with many jewels and such, that now God does something very special in the Ark of the New Covenant, the womb that would bear the Son of God, the Blessed Virgin Mary. It was fitting in Mary's role as a mother, the mother of the Redeemer, to be spared of this original sin. That Jesus, who, as the letter to the Hebrews will tell us, that he was like us in every way but sin. And so Jesus, the Son of God, sinless, and because Mary is the mother of the sinless Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, how could one born sinless come from one who was with sin? 
So it was fitting in her role as a mother of the Redeemer and Savior to be spared, to have God foresee the merits of the cross and apply them to her. Then thirdly, it was fitting in her role as spouse of the Holy Spirit. It's why we probably hear the gospel of the Annunciation. As she's the spouse of the Holy Spirit, we heard the angel tell her today, well, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And by the power of the Mosai, you will conceive in your womb and bear the Son. And so the Holy Spirit, the, second per- the third person of the Trinity, enters into the immaculate body of the Blessed Virgin to conceive then the immaculate Son of God. And so as spouse, fitting for Mary to be preserved from original sin. And so for us, here we are, remembering this sinless virgin Mary, and we realize that just as she was a daughter of God, that we are children of the Heavenly Father, that we are sons and daughters of God, that we realize that we have a Savior and Redeemer because she was the mother, that by baptism and confirmation, the same Spirit that came so powerfully into her life has powerfully come into ours as well. And now we give our response to perhaps live a bit more like the Blessed Virgin, to strive to be without sin. That's one of the things that was prayed for in our opening prayer today. It said all these things that God did for Mary, but grant by her intercession that we might be cleansed of sin and be found worthy to be in your dwelling place one day. And so maybe in our own lives, there's some sort of sin that's there, and it's troubled us for a very long time. And maybe we think it's impossible for us to overcome such a sin. But we're only reminded of what the angel says today. Nothing is impossible for God. So so if we strive to be more like the Blessed Virgin, more sinless in our ways, rejecting the ways of our parents of, in faith, Adam and Eve, well, it is possible. And maybe it's possible for us to overcome sin by the prayers of this sinless one we celebrate today. May we rely on her prayers. She who was chosen by the Father to be the mother of the Redeemer, and to be our spouse, and to be the spouse of the Holy Spirit. May she be our advocate today, so that whatever it is we seek of God, it might be possible with her prayers and his divine power.